Welcome to Get Sharad, the show that explores long-held beliefs, pain points, and healing from trauma. I'm your host, Sharad, and while I may not have all of the answers, I do have all of the questions. Let's explore together. Hello there. I am so excited to be continuing our series on love. Um, One of the things that I wanted to cover, especially in this episode, was there are some structures within love that help us know um, when something is love and when something is not. And the one thing that I want to talk about tonight has it touches a little bit on ecosystems. So if you are newer to my podcast, I'm going to recommend that you go back and you find my podcast on ecosystems and listen to that. And that's going to help give you a little bit more of an understanding about some of the things that I want to cover tonight. So one of the things that love does is it always gives us options. Now, this can be really challenging to grab hold of for a couple of reasons. Um, The first is sometimes we don't like the options that we have. And so it can feel like we don't actually have options when the truth is we do have options. We just don't like the ones that we have. So when we think about the idea of options, I kind of want to bring in a little bit the context of ecosystems. So when you're in an ecosystem of poverty or scarcity, I want you to imagine um, being a person that is starving, okay? And when you're starving uh, and you come up upon a table that's covered in food, you're not going to be too picky about the kind of food that you're putting in your mouth, mainly because you're starving and you don't need to be picky You're just trying to survive. And when you hold on to this picture and you kind of walk it through, um, what's fascinating is, uh, as I've walked clients through this in actual one-on-one sessions, it's interesting if you sit in that emotion for a moment and imagine being so desperate that you are willing to accept anything that's given to you. And the, the... Kind of the offensive thing about love is moving into this place where we have options, where we believe we have options, Um, and this uh, perspective of love, of having options, begins to push back on our ability to have opinion and preference. So when we're moving from one ecosystem to the next, one of the things that I think is going to be really important for us to hold on to is that there are going to be things that I say that are applicable and work in the ecosystem of love. But if you apply them in the ecosystem of poverty or scarcity or earning or victim mentality, it's not going to work. It's not going to fit. It's going to feel funny. It's going to be different. And so I want to hold on. I want my audience to hold on to that a little bit because there are going to be some things that outside of context are not going to make a lot of sense. And so sometimes um, I struggle a little bit with the things that I'm saying because I'm speaking them from a context of understanding ecosystems and how applying one thing in an ecosystem of love or abundance is vastly different than applying something in an ecosystem 
of scarcity or orphan or victim mentality. Now, a really great picture of abundance or love is imagine that you're not starving and you come upon this table full of food. And when you approach the table of food, you see a ton of variety of things. Now, when you imagined yourself as the starving child or not child, but starving person approaching the table, um, one of the things that I like to point out is when we're starving and we approach a table of food and we're not picky about what we put in our mouth, the problem that we face there is that once we satiate our hunger and we look at the food that we've put in our mouth, oftentimes it's food that um, is spoiled or rotting or has bugs in it. It's not good food. But the reason that we ate it was because we were so desperate for something that we didn't take the time to think or to consider or to have opinion or preference because we're just trying to survive. Okay. In the abundance mentality, when you approach the table and you see a variety of food, you become curious and you inspect and you look for the things that you have preference for. In the structure of love, there is room for us to have opinion and preference. And that can be really, really scary because if we're coming out of living codependently, in codependency, having opinion or preference can actually cost us a lot. In love, having opinion and preference actually um, kind of pulls our community to us. It helps us find our people. It helps us find our preference. It helps us find our calling because we have opinion and preference that has been deposited in us from the moment we were created. And so in love, there's this structure of we always get options. And I have found when I look back over my life, when I think back to all the places where I didn't feel like I had an option and I made a decision, it was very clear to me that I was not making a decision from love, that I did actually always have options. I just may not have liked the options that I had. And the further and deeper I get into love, the more that I find that my opinions and preferences are really important as they guide me towards my community, as they guide me into my calling, as they guide me into the things that I enjoy in my life. And that can be really scary. <laughs> Think about it for a moment if you started telling the people around you no. Not because you didn't love them, not because you didn't care, not even because you didn't want to, but you started telling them no because you're like, not today. It's a preference. Like, oh, I just, no. If in this moment, in considering telling the people around you no, if you are experiencing anxiety, if you were hesitant to tell them no, if you wonder um, who will remove their affection from you when you tell them no. This is a really great example of uh, a codependent relationship or, or ecosystem because no is the option of choice. And I have had people tell me no, and I'm not saying it didn't hurt. 
I think no can hurt, but I understood and I supported their no because I love them. And love gives us options. And so I want to encourage you guys kind of in this series, understanding that one of the structures in love is that we always get a choice. And as we practice these choices, they're going to push back on our preference and opinion. And so what happens is a lot of people can feel like they're becoming selfish because they're starting to assert their opinion and preference. And that's not true. What's actually happening is you're becoming more aware of who you are and how you were created and how you were made up. And you're starting to take up the space that you were always intended to take up. In love, our preference and opinion is invited and celebrated and we always have options. And the really difficult thing about this is as we're coming out of codependency or poverty or scarcity or orphan mentality is having an opinion or preference or having an option was could actually be death. Like it could mean death to a relationship. It could mean um, the end of something. If you mean someone's withholding something, we could be punished, right? There's a lot of lack in having an opinion or preference in scarcity mindset. Most often in scarcity mindset, you better take the last of whatever there is because you never know what is coming next. In the abundance mindset in love, you're allowed to say no to what's in front of you because you have the hope that love creates options. And if what is in front of you doesn't align with your values, if it doesn't align with your opinions, if it doesn't align with your preference, you're allowed to say no. I want to be very clear. This is not, (laughs) this is not permission to go out and beat people over the head or to be a jerk or (laughs) to be um, a person that doesn't give space for other people. This This is giving you permission to say no to something that's in front of you because it doesn't align with who you are. In that space, when we start making those decisions, when we start saying no, what happens is our eyes begin to open to the other options that are around us, to the table in front of us that's full of a hundred different foods and we get to choose which ones we like and which ones we put on our plate. And that can be really scary when we've grown up in the context or in the ecosystem of there never being enough. I think the interesting thing about this is there's a hundred million different ways and questions to push up against this. But what I really want to encourage you to do is start considering this mindset that in the ecosystem of love, there are always options. Love loves options. And in this place, um, this is where we begin to fall in love with who we are. This is where we have permission to fall in love with who other people are. And this is where we get permission to allow people to think differently and have different opinions 
and have different preferences without us cutting them out of our lives. I think that's a really important thing to pay attention to because love gives us the option to be in relationship with people who may not necessarily agree. If I sit down at a table and there's 10 different kinds of breads and 10 different kinds of cheeses and 10 different kinds of meats, my plate may be full of a variety of food that the person sitting next to me doesn't have the same variety on their plate. It doesn't mean that we're not at the same table. It doesn't mean that one of us is more worthy than another. It simply means that we're sitting at a table and because of our opinions and preferences, we have the option to fill our plates with something different than the person next to us. We don't have to fight over the food. The food is not rotting or gross or moldy. The food is good. It's pleasant. It's filling. It's fulfilling and satisfying. You can take this pictures, these pictures and this imagery wherever you would like for it to go. But this week, I'd really like for you to start considering the context of your life in one of two ecosystems. Are you living your life in the ecosystem where you don't get options, where you only take what is in front of you and you never say no? That you feel like um, if you do say no, you've missed out entirely and that you'll never get the option again or that life won't be good or the opportunity will never circle back around? Or are you living with the perspective and mindset that there's always enough? And that saying no today just means holding the space for a yes that may come tomorrow. This is one of the mindsets that has absolutely radically transformed my life. And I hope in sharing this little bit with you today, it spurs you into the curiosity that it led me on into finding the living, the abundant life that I'm living. And I want to be very clear, the abundant life that I'm living today, it doesn't mean that I'm not experiencing pain. It doesn't mean that I'm not experiencing fear. It just means that those are not the driving factors in the choices that I make in my life. I'm living a beautiful life that I absolutely love, full of people who love me and support me and who are cheering me on. Do you know that you have the permission to live a life that is obligation-free, where your life is full of doing things that you love with people who are cheering you on and supporting you every step of the way? Do you know that you have permission to live an abundant life. Thanks for listening to Get Sherrod. Before I go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving me a review and sharing this episode with your friends. To stay connected, follow me on Instagram at sherrod.janelle or if you're interested in starting your own journey to healing, check out my website, sherrodjanelle.com. You can find the link below.